Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to the Church Planner Podcast. Before we started today, wanted to tell you about a really special opportunity. Our friends at the Micro Church Conference put on by Brave Future, um, happening April 18th through the 20th in Kansas City. This is for all of you who are wondering what is a new kind of paradigm for missional church planting and church multiplication through smaller expressions of church, what they call rediscovering the smaller way. It's happening April 18th through the 20th. Kansas City is being hosted by Kansas City Underground. It's going to be a great weekend. And they've given us four free registrations to give away. Normally the price is $90, but we will get you into the conference for free. We have four of those. What you can do to enter is go on our Instagram at Church Planter Podcast. And there you'll find um, a, a DM button. Click that DM button. Send us a DM with your email on it and your name and where you serve. So email, name, where you serve, and you'll be entered to win one of four micro church conference registrations. You just get yourself to Kansas City and uh, you can be there and learn a ton from our friends at Brave Futures. Hope you enjoy the show today. The illustrious Jabba bids you welcome. <laughs> I'm going to regret this. I'm Pete Mitchell. He's Peyton Jones. And this is the Church Planner Podcast, brought to you by Church Planner Magazine. Hey, Church Planner, this is Pete Mitchell. And Tyrone Peterson. <laughs> I wondered, I was like, are we just going to let little uh, crickets chirp because Peyton's not here today? Or Why isn't Peyton here? Well, I can't tell the whole reason, but part of the reason is it's his birthday. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I'm just saying, it's his birthday. Whatever that means, it's his birthday, and he's otherwise engaged and cannot cannot be on the podcast today. In fact, he told me a week ago, it's my birthday, I will not be doing the podcast with you. How can I even talk to you? How can I even talk to you? <laughs> wow. She's <sighs> taking this thing. Anyway. <laughs> oh, hey, so... Oh wow! So, other than that, so uh, we've got with us today, as you already heard, the uh, uh, church planner, formerly known as White Tyrone, but he he really was offended when we used that, so he's told us not to use it. So we don't. We just say he was formerly known that way. It does not offend me. It's just the fact that you know. I, it gets kind of over the use, but it is it is true. I am the White Tyrone. In fact, when I. When I want people to remember who I am, I say, I'm the white Tyrone. And they go, you are. You are. See, and I still remember um, it was either you or Josh over there at Simplify Church telling me, hey, you're the white Tyrone. I'm talking to the white Tyrone. Oh, wait, formerly known as white Tyrone. <laughs> hey, I love Josh. And uh, yeah, that's exactly what goes. He, he talked to you and said, hey, I, I talked to the white Tyrone. But when we were talking, he goes, um, the podcast. He goes, you are. You are the white Tyrone. And my wife was on the 
was on the line. Yeah, I tell you what. Remember the part about how you don't want your your husband going to jail? Yeah, like wives. Yeah, that's that's why we like simplified church. There you go. You know, keep us from going to jail. So there you go. And I use I use but them and MoGive. D- MoGive. Well, are you a math pastor or not a math pastor? I'm not a math pastor. <laughs> Wait, no, that's simplified church. I know you got confused. There. <laughs> let, me, I, let me just sing this. Let me just sing this. M O G I V no e mo give dot com. See, there we go. <laughs> Guy with the e at the end of mo give has got to hate this. You know, I you know that's I I got to tell you that name is really difficult to do on podcast because there's no e. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And yet they keep getting business from our podcast, which is why they keep uh, sponsoring it. They go, they go, we keep having guys call us saying, I heard you guys on the podcast. And we're like, well, I really hope you don't actually listen to the podcast and what we do to your poor commercial week after week. But Hey, Daniel Williams and Travis Sinks uh, at Redemption Church Delray. Great guys, love them to pieces. And um, if you ever need somebody to do your website, Travis does great work. He did ours. Um, uh, I gave him bad material. That's why our website could look much better. But uh, he used to use PayPal. And he was like, well, you should use PayPal. And PayPal is great. I was like, no, I'm going to use MoGive. Uh, Church Planner Magazine recommends it. They sponsor Church Planner Magazine, the podcast. I'm like, I'm going with MoGive. So we had a conversation and Travis goes, hey, I switched over to MoGive. Did <laughs> I know they did. You know oh, yeah. I actually used his email because he he put he sent us an email and then he put like a PS on there. PS, uh, we switched over to MoGive. By the way, here's our link if you want to give to our church. <laughs> and I literally forwarded that over to MoGive. And I'm like, hey, uh, guys, it's time for you to renew your sponsorship. By the way, look, these guys signed up because of your sponsorship. And and that's when Kent came back and he goes, yeah, just carry our sponsorship out for the end of the year. So we're like, sweet. Those guys are awesome. I and then them. and then Peyton's been like a hot mess missing podcast after podcast ever since we got the uh, official we're in from Mogu. Wow. wow. Well, I think the guys are doing a lot. I think we can cut them a little slack. Well, you can cut them all the slack you want. I don't have to cut them anything. Nice. You think I'm not busy? You think I don't have other stuff going on? Well, actually, <sighs> I know you do because you and I are talking all the time about, um, you know, stuff that we got going on together yeah in fact here's what we're going to do on today's podcast guys if you're wondering oh well peyton's not here should i just hang up now no (laughs) because there's three main things we're going to cover we're going to talk to tyrone about what they're doing out there in florida in one of the uh, darkest uh parts of florida actually the country for that matter um very closed off and not receptive at all to the gospel so you want to hear what they're doing there. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, church planner training because of Tyrone's background. And then we're going to talk about the whole consulting gig that I've been telling you guys about for the last few podcast episodes and uh, and invite you guys, those of you who want to get trained on uh, doing consulting for uh, as a BIVO church planner, I should say. I want to tell you more about that um, in the uh, in the later part of the podcast. So uh, to kick us off, I am just going to officially say uh, an official word for MoGive. If you're using PayPal as a cheap and easy placeholder, you do want to get rid of that. You want to use MoGive. MoGive is great for online giving. It's great for text-based giving. It's great for setting up reoccurring giving. 
uh, mogive.com forward slash choich. Tell him Pete and Peyton sent you. And <laughs> Tyrone is like kissing his wallet. And I don't know what that means. I'm doing an interpretive dance. Oh, while I'm giving the commercial. They can't. We need to record these videos live. This is like the Joe Rogan experience. It really should be. I mean, if we did the podcast where they could actually see us, I think it'd be even funnier. Yes. Or freaked out. I'm not sure. That's true. That's true. So, uh, so anyway, Tyrone, um, why don't we go ahead and kick right into it? Why don't you tell us what you're doing out there in Florida? You've been a, a longtime supporter of the church planner magazine and the podcast. You've done some work with us in the past and you've got your church out there. So tell us what you're doing. Um, well, by the way, I think this is my third time being on the podcast, right? Probably. Do I get a t-shirt? Um, you can, you can go down to the store and, uh, they've got them all right. over the place. Um, <laughs> Right, Church Planner Magazine in the, in the corner. I'll give you a Sharpie. You can just draw the logo if you want. You're, you're good to go. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Um, I, sh- I should mention MoGive doesn't pay us that much. Nice. <laughs> they don't quite cover our monthly bills, you know, so there's no T-shirts. No, I get that. I get that. But we can dream. Um, so we are church planners in Margate, Florida, and uh, our website is themosaic.church. Um, we are really a church designed for people that don't go to church. So literally, um, I just spent time talking to a guy who is a uh, member of a motorcycle club. And I don't want to say which one, but I was like, look, dude, you and your lady would feel totally comfortable in our church. Um, and earlier today, I had a conversation with a guy who said, um, if I if I go into a church, I'm going to burn when I walk Why in. Why don't you tell him that story? Because I think it's a great story the whole way through. Um, so I'm a I'm a Bible church planner. Uh, our last podcast we talked about I'm by vo by meaning two and vo meaning vocational. Um, but I'm <laughs> thanks for clarifying church. that. Actually, it is very important, right? When you hear people people hear you say I'm a by vo pastor, they question it. So um, so uh, I work with helping connect families uh, that are homeless or coming out of homeless with local churches through an organization called Hope South Florida and. Uh, I was walking in front of a church downtown, um, and, I, and I, I usually don't eat breakfast, um, but I, I really was feeling all morning that I should go get some breakfast. And so um, it wasn't just hunger. It was just feeling like I should, I should go to this bodega right down the street from us. And so um, when I walked uh, past the front of this church, I saw a guy plugging his phone in, and I'm like – and he stooped over trying to let his phone charge, and I said, hey, man, come with me. Um, I'll get you a cup of coffee at the bodega and we'll be able to help you, uh, you know, just at least sit in some air conditioning, get your, get your phone charged. And as we start walking there, it's like, so who are you? And I'm like, well, I work, you know, very close. I'm a pastor. And that's what he says. Well, I I can't go into church because I'll burn. I said, ah, dude, you wouldn't burn in my church. And he goes, uh, well, and, and, and I, I cursed Jesus. Well, I don't really curse Jesus. I just yelled at him. Like, I don't understand why my life is this way. And I said, well, dude, I, I think God is big enough to handle you talking to him like in a real way. And because uh, he was trying to get defensive, right? He's trying to offend me and, and see if he can get something out of me. And and I just wasn't going to bite. So mm. walk over and I hear he hasn't eaten. And so we sit down and we eat. Um, and it turns out he is a veteran. Um, he has HIV and he is in the middle. He's divorcing his um, his husband. So he's obviously gay. Um, and he is homeless by choice, he says, um, but he's just going through a lot of stuff. 
And I just, I got to show the gospel with them, you know, and it, not, I didn't get to go through the whole spectrum of, you know, here's why all these things happen. And, you know, um, and I didn't get to walk the Romans road with them. I shared with them the testimony of what God did in my life and how um, I talked about John chapter four, which is what I'm preaching on this Sunday about how the Samaritan woman, you know, is the ultimate outsider. She actually is confrontational with Jesus to start with. And in the end, she becomes an insider. She She's in relationship with Christ and she's out sharing the good news with people and bringing them to him. Mm. Um, and then at the end, we get a chance to pray together. And uh, it's funny, I was walking back to um, to where I'd come out of, the, the church I'd come out of. And uh, I said, I love these, these little... Uh, these little lizards with the curly tails. I said, my dog loves to eat them. And he goes, oh, it's a smart dog. And I said, I said, yeah, my, and, and I said, he is pretty smart. And he goes, well, I'm sarcastic. I go, oh, I, I totally get it. My wife says that if I didn't speak sarcasm, you know, uh, I wouldn't have a language. And uh, she's the only person who gets my sense of humor. And he goes, ah, you're married. That's too bad. Oh. And I, I realize he thinks I'm doing all this so I can get something out of him. Right. Because he's just trying to survive. He just needs, his his impression is, maybe this guy wants something. And let me see it through to the end. You know, and so I just, I talked about my wife a little bit and, and you know, how, you know, we're married and life is good. And just not to throw up a wall, but to kind of let him know, hey, I'm not looking for anything. And I got his email address. And so I'm inviting him to uh, a couple meals that we do. Um through an organization um, just to, to love up on people that we, that we know that haven't been suffering from homelessness. Um, and so the idea is we're going to be reaching out to this guy, but that's the kind of guy that we're, we're reaching, right? We want to reach one of our taglines. Um, and I came out of business. So uh, forgive me if you're from Alaska and you really hate the idea of um, hearing, you know, secular things, but, um, we, we want, I didn't understand where you were going with that at I first. I saw your face and I was like, <laughs> it took oh, me a second. Um, but, uh, but the idea of, you know, we want to see prisoners and prostitutes turn in pre- into priests and prophets for the most high God. Right. Um, and so we want to have people that are able to pray for other people and are able to bring God's message to other people and just love up on them and, and indigenous people reach indigenous people. So our people group happens to be um, more edgy and less suburban. Hmm. Now, how how did you get training for what you're doing? Because I know that you were telling me before the uh, the podcast, and I don't know that I actually knew this before, even though we've known each other for a while. But you didn't go to Bible school. You didn't do all the traditional, you know, seminary type um, routines. So. Where do you get all your church planner training besides the church planner podcast, hardcore church planning and church planner magazine? <laughs> of hey, course. By the way, I will throw a shout out. I love all the podcasts and I love the magazine. Um, and in fact, if you have an iPhone, uh, <laughs> you can listen to, to podcasts at twice the speed. And as you can tell, I am not a slow talker, talker, nor am I a slow listener. So, man, I love to get to the meat of it. I'll go through. What's funny to me is you're in my uh, monthly mastermind group I am. that I do for businesses. And uh, you go, I can't stand listening to you at this speed. I'm used to you being two times speed. I know. I know. And it is funny. You are you are like right now, basically, 
I, going much slower than I'm used to hearing you in my head. Um, but uh, so my background is I spent uh, about 20 years in business. Um, and then we became missionaries, uh, Mexico and Honduras, came back. Uh, God uh, brought us to Cambodia for 18 months. And then God put us down in South Florida after a short term in Minneapolis, um, kind of reconnecting with some of our uh, partners up in Minneapolis. And, you know, uh, it was one of these things. It was always Holy Spirit driven. Um, and so a lot of what we did was like, OK, I can read the Bible and I'll pray. But I didn't feel like I had the knowledge I needed. And especially when um, it's funny, when I was in Honduras, I, 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 I was really the pastor of a large church in Honduras in the small town called Comeagua. But back then I felt like, gosh, how do I get this information? And everyone was like, well, you got to go to Bible college. You got to go to Bible college and left and right. Um, and when I came back, one of the things that I really liked about Peyton was, um, and we met at Exponential. Peyton was like, look, dude, God can use a guy like you to plant a church. And everyone else in my life had been telling me the same thing, but I didn't know how to, how to get the, not only the practical information of it, because I had done the practical stuff, but how to, how to have the, the, the apologetics, how to have the hermeneutics, mm. how to have the, uh, the Bible knowledge that I needed. Um, I'd gone to college. Um, it's crazy. I went to a um, Presbyterian college. And got a degree in religion, but I, I wasn't really a Christian at the time. And so my focus wasn't on the Bible at all. So um, I went and I really found four things that have um, really helped me kind of get to where I, where I want to be. Um, first off is uh, jump school. Uh, now, are you talking about jump school, the DVD, jump school, the study guide, jump school, the online training course, jump school, the UK two-day event? Um, <laughs> Jump school, the onesie. What what exactly are we talking about? Well, oddly enough, I am wearing the jump school onesie right now. <laughs> no, um, wow, that's a bad visual picture. Um, so no, uh, so I started off with jump jump school, the online training, which um was awesome. I mean, that was deep. Uh, that took you from you know why you're on this mission to the ins and outs of handling the mission, mm. right? Um, you know, uh, I really enjoyed the band of uh, brothers. Uh, conference calls, I felt like those were stellar. Um, and the chance of I could go through it at my own pace, uh, in my own timing. Um, I've also, uh, I've, I've got the study guide and I've got the DVD. Um, and in fact, I played the DVD for my launch team. Oh, so, did you? Nice. Yeah. So we're, we, we are actually, by the, the thing I probably should say is we're in a launch process ourselves. So we are in the series of doing premier services, having leadership meetings, et cetera, et cetera, for six to nine months. So it's a perfect time to be showing those videos and helping people understand why we're doing it. And uh, at our staff meeting, um, which we only have uh, myself and my wife, another couple and one other guy at the staff meeting, and uh, it's really, it's just a meeting. I read um, the study guide. I mm. read an entire section on you know, attractional churches and moving people around versus planning churches and, and seeing the, you know, the lost saved and what, which one are we into? Um, so I would say jump school, the whole gamut. In fact, um, I'm also going to lump in the podcast, um, the church planner magazine podcast, the hardcore podcast, and even church planner magazine together and say that 
that's a great supplement to everything I'm doing. I just listened to Don Overstreet right. on the hardcore. My gosh, when you listen to Don Overstreet talking the hardcore church planning podcast, and you realize, you know what? I need to go talk to people. Like Don Overstreet is what seventy years old, something like that. Yeah, and he's talking to more people on a daily than I talk to in a week. And what I think is crazy too about Don is, I mean, if you meet him, he's not a big burly dude, right? He's just a regular average size dude, but where he goes, he goes in the heart of the lion's den. Yeah. And like he said on the podcast, he goes, I'm not worried about it because God's in control. Right. I mean, if something happens, God was in control. I'm not going to worry about it. And he just has no fear. And he's, he's, we've had him on the, uh, I think we've actually only had him on church planner podcast. I don't think we had him on another hardcore before. Um, but he's like, you know, sometimes I just feel more comfortable, uh, talking to bikers than I do, you know, other people. And he's doesn't look like a biker, right? He's not like one of the guys who dresses up like a biker, wears his chaps, whatever. It is, it is California, right? So, (laughs) um, you know, I'll say that much. If you look at me, the, the people we're trying to reach, um, if the listeners could see me, they would know, you know, I'm not, I'm just a regular dude, right? I'm a, I'm five, six. I weigh too much. And, um, you know, you're five, I, six. Yeah. On a good day. Yeah. You know, what's funny is I've literally only met you once physically face to face, right? It was the time we literally met at exponential years ago. I think you were helping me get the, uh, the, uh, dolphin down from the ceiling. The, uh, yeah, Peyton's daughter let it go. Yeah. yeah. We were like, I'm going to float a dolphin over everyone inside this auditorium and get them to come over to our booth. You know, like that's so awesome. the crazy marketing things we come up with. And that's the only time I've ever met you physically. And right. yet, I mean, we talk, I wouldn't say all the time, but we talk a lot. I mean, you're yeah. in my, yeah. my mastermind group and stuff like that, but I didn't realize you were five, six, man. Didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I'll just throw out a couple more things. I'll think that, um, have really helped. Um, so I joined new breed. Mm. which is a consortium of church planners uh, from different denominations. And so it's a great way to kind of come together. And every month we have a call and uh, I've really found that that's a ton of help. Um, uh, and then for education stuff, uh, I teach a, a systematic, systematic theology class Wayne, uh, based on Wayne Grudem's book. And you can go to Christian essentials, sbc.com. I think it is. And, um, and don't quote me on the uh, website, but all of his study guide material is out there and his classes are out there that you can listen to as a podcast. So I listen to it, I read it, and then I take his notes and teach his class, mm. right? Um, and that helps me train our guys. Um, I've also directed our guys to go look at um, Secret Church, Andy Stanley's piece. Um, and then also I've, uh, they're looking at uh, biblicaltraining.org. Uh, but the new one I really like is the Alexandrian Forum. And alexandrianforum.org, this guy, Dr. Warren Gage, he's actually here in South Florida. And he's all about typology. And the great thing is, as a missionary, um, after living in you know countries all around the world, I think typology is a great way for us to share Christ. Um, and it's by telling a story. And he just such does such masterful work. Um, you know, he's got stuff on creation, stuff on revelation. Just it's it's awesome. And so that's a 
that's the, the places I look. But the, the, the foundation I use, other than the Bible, of course, because I don't want to get any nasty letters. But if you do, send them all to Pete Mitchell at churchplannermagazine.org. That's good because that one automatically bounces. That's not my email exactly. address. Um, but uh, I would say number two is, uh, is jump school. I, I, just, I love it. Hey, and I'd say, you know, based on what you've said, since you, you've already talked about it, I'm just going to plug it right now. If you want to get the DVD, we still have a few free copies left. I think I got, I don't know, I'm looking over at my my uh, box over there. I'd say maybe 15 or so copies of the DVD left. You can get it free when you cover the shipping and handling. You just head on over to jumpschooltraining.com forward slash free. And when you order that DVD, you will be given the option. If you want to get the study guide for like another 15 bucks, we'll throw that in. Um, and then if you've already picked up the DVD or you're leading a small group and you're like, hey, I need more study guides. What you actually want to do to get those is you head on over to churchplannermagazine.com. And uh, one of the uh, drop down menu items on the navigation bar is for the study guides. And you can just click on that and order a bunch of the study guides. I believe if you order, don't quote me on this, but I believe if you order five or more at a time, you get a discount. So, um, yeah. So if you're going to order a bunch of them, head on over there, order them. They'll get shipped right out to you. Uh, Actually, very, very quickly because I do that (laughs) right out of here. I get the order and I just walk over and send them out. We did get an order from someone uh, in Australia of which I did have to to refund them because unfortunately we don't send that stuff um, out of the U.S. because it costs us too much money. And um, I guess if you want to to uh, pay the extra money, we can send you the DVD. I I don't have it set up on the website. You'd have to email me direct. Um, but if you need to get the study guides out of the United States, the easiest way to do that go to Amazon.com. They're not going to have the discount, but they will be able to ship it to you really easily and quickly. So just throwing that out there. And the study guide is is where it's at. I'll tell you what, uh, I can't put a strong enough plug in for that because it gives people a chance. You hand them the study guide and they're going to read ahead. The, the nice thing about um, the way Peyton writes is he writes um, like he talks. First of all, the guy's amazingly intelligent, you know, um, but he, he also, he communicates in a way that it's, it's like you talk to a friend. And so when you're reading it, you're like, yeah, I get this. It's, it's not detached. It's passionate and it's powerful. Mm. It's got a punch. I had to alliterate. I'm a pastor. I can't help it. So dig it. passionate, powerful with a punch. So, <laughs> all right. I like it, man. Well, let me ask you something before we get moving on to the, the next segment in the, uh, in the podcast. Tyrone, would you consider yourself a math pastor? No, no, <laughs> no, no. Hey, hey, by the way, just in case you don't know, no. <laughs> what I love is uh, before you had an iPhone and could listen to the podcast at two times speed, you wouldn't necessarily listen to the entire Church Planner podcast <laughs> because you said it was too long. <laughs> And so the last time we had you on, I'm like, are you a math pastor? And you were like a deer in headlights. You were like, I have no idea where this is going right now. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Josh, forgive me, but no, I'm not. And I will tell you, um, I feel like, uh, can I throw out the name? Go for it, man. 
simplified church will save people a ton of headaches. Um, and it's reasonable. And you look at uh, the the price on simplified church versus having somebody else do it. You can tell that these guys have put their business together for church planters, for the um, growing church, uh, churches that need help putting structure together. You know, um, the one thing where uh, people get into trouble a lot of times is they touch one of the three G's. And I tell every young pastor I meet not to touch the three G's. And the three G's are? You don't touch the gold. You don't touch the girls and you don't touch the glory of God. Mm. So you stay away from those three, you know, your ministry will have a much better reputation. And unfortunately, finances are a challenge. Yeah. Right. It's it's not only the fact that you are taking people who typically are great people, people, and then ask them to do something that demands numbers be handled. But it's just a simple fact of not having to or having to touch it, having to deal with it. People ask questions. And so, yeah, I love Simplify Church. Yeah, third party, you know, that's handling all the accounting and stuff like that. If you guys want to know more about Simplify Church, head on over to SimplifyChurch.com and uh, let Josh over there know that Pete and Tyrone, formerly known as White Tyrone, sent you. That's right. That'd be awesome, man. Hey, can I um can I ask you a question? Yes, uh, so I think. Maybe. <laughs> You've been asking other questions, and now it's your turn to be put on the spot. Cool. Um, so you've been talking about being uh, a business consultant, and you've been talking about uh, this this program. We've been talking over the last couple of weeks. Um, what does it mean to be uh, a business growth consultant? Well, you know, um, there's there's actually a lot of different areas, if you will, in, uh, in being a consultant. And I, I'm going to kind of put it, put it to people like this. And, and I haven't actually thought about what I'm going to say on the podcast, as you can tell, because I knew you wanted to, you wanted to ask me some questions and I wanted you to ask me some questions about this. Um, so one of the reasons why I feel that being a, a business growth consultant could be a great gig for the right church planner is because it does a few things for you. And I'll explain, first of all, let me explain what it does for you. Then I'll explain what you do and, and, and how that works and why I think it's, it's such a great fit for church planners. But one, it really allows you to uh, control your time and your income. So if you're a BIVO church planner, now look, if you're fully funded as a church planner, and, uh, and there are a lot of guys who listen to our podcast who are either already seasoned pastors, um, who are trying to get, you know, back to church planning with their church, stuff like that. I get it. Right. So this, this isn't something for them. I'm, I'm really speaking to the Bivo guy. What it's done for me in my own life is it allows me to control my income and control the time that I work. So as a church planner, that's one of the big hurdles that you have to deal with is when you're by votes, like, okay, I got to work because I got to put food on the table. But at the same time, you've already got this full-time gig over here. Even if your church has only got 20 people, you know, it's full time because of all the energy and effort and everything that you got to put into it. So it's like, you've got this balancing act between those two things. And then you start adding in, well, I got a family, I've got other responsibilities. I got extended family. 
and it can start to get really, really overwhelming. And so, you know, as I've mentioned on some of the podcasts before, I'm not a big fan of the hourly wage environment where you're essentially trading hours for dollars, right? I mean, that's that's all you're doing. Right. You're going to pay me so much an hour. I'm going to work so many hours and I'm going to work hard enough that you won't fire me and you're going to pay me just enough so I won't quit. It's like that's the way most jobs are. And I'm more of an entrepreneur. I mean, guys who've been listening to this podcast for a while, they know that. Like that's that's just my gig. As Peyton has said, the magazine wouldn't have happened, the podcast wouldn't have happened, uh the jump school uh training wouldn't have happened. The DVD would have happened because Peyton actually started that many years ago before I was even really in the the scene. Uh, but a lot of those things happen because of, of me. And that's just kind of the way that I'm wired is I like to do stuff like that. So what I do when I'm a business growth consultant is I literally help businesses grow and I help them grow their bottom line profits and, and that's kind of a key distinction uh, because a lot of businesses, when you grow in business, it also grows all of your overhead. It grows all of your headaches. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean more income. Is that you petting your dog or are you just uh, moving your camera around so I can see your animal there? That's It is me petting my dog. And I only made you see it just so that you knew what I was doing over here. So. What, what kind of dog is that? That is an American bulldog. Man, that thing is massive. He is, and he's a, he's the biggest baby, and he loves he loves kids. And uh, how much does he weigh? Like, he's what is he? Eighty pounds? Uh, he's probably one hundred and ten pounds. Jeez Louise! Yeah, I picked him up the other day through my back out. But the uh, the deal is, we had we had a guy who walked into our house at eight thirty at night, coming for one of our theology classes, and had knocked. And so when Ch- he or Chance, that's the dog's name bark uh he ran out of the door and shut the door behind him until i had a chance to open the door for him we got him at the pound for five bucks nice name, we named after because he got a second chance when he came to us he was slim chance now he's fat chance half the time it's no chance and if he keeps this up it'll be last chance so not i, I didn't mean to interrupt you but you i'm gonna i, I just wanted you to know what i was doing i thought you'd be cool about it like keep going, but can i can i ask you a question yeah please I, uh, gosh, probably stop asking for permission right and, now. And, and yes, I am a math pastor. But anyway, go on. You are a math pastor. <laughs> um, so you're talking about how you are a business growth consultant, and I interrupt you as you're answering that. But how, maybe, maybe talk about how did you how did you become a consultant as well? I mean, yeah, no, that's actually a really good question. I don't think, first of all, no one's born going, "Hey, you know what? When I grow up, I want to be a consultant." <laughs> it doesn't happen like right. that. Um, I got started. Uh, kind of a roundabout way. I was a financial planner. In fact, I still have my financial planning company, though I don't take on new clients usually. I actually just took one on the other day, but that was a favor to a current client. Um, when the markets changed in 2007, which is when it started to change, even though it's all known for the crash in 2008, it started in 2007. And I know because I had a firsthand seat to the whole the whole mess, right? As the whole thing went down. Um business just, I mean, it blew up. And I was actually talking to a a former church planner this morning before you and I got on the call. And I was telling him, I go, you know, back in those days, uh, I would make an average of $20,000 a commission when I was helping someone. And um, the office average was about 14,000. So I I always made more just because it was, you know, 
when people go and talk to the owner of the company, it's a little bit different, right? Than than talking to just one of the the guys who was there. And I go, you know, when the market crashed, I couldn't do those deals anymore. Like they weren't, they literally didn't exist. You couldn't do them. And I'm like, you know, when you, when you go from being a big game hunter, you don't want to go back and hunt quail. It's just, it, yeah. it, it's one of those things where it's like, my vision has been stretched. I've seen what's possible and I don't want to go out there and start selling like life insurance and making, you know, a couple hundred bucks. It's just, it's not for me. And I had to figure out what I was going to do differently. And that's when I started down the path of, okay, I need to learn this whole marketing thing. And so I did that. And, um, and I kind of backed into being a consultant. I didn't head out going, I want to be a consultant. I started out, Hey, look, I'm going to learn this marketing thing so I can learn how to market my own businesses. I had guys seeing what I was doing and they were like, Hey, can you come do that for my company? And so then I started being a, uh, a marketing consultant, if you will, or an outsourced uh, provider of marketing services. A lot of that was web development, which is most businesses have the wrong idea of what marketing actually is. And they're like, okay, well, if you put a website together, that's marketing. Well, no, it's part of your marketing strategy, but it's not really marketing. Can I interrupt for a second? Yeah. So, you know, um, as you mentioned, I've gone to a bunch of your, uh, of your mastermind groups. And the funniest thing is I hear you teaching guys who have owned, you know, multi, multi, multi million dollar companies on how to really think about marketing. Right. It's like you said, they think I'm going to put an informational website or maybe even uh, have a Facebook page, but they have no clue what it is. I mean, you're coming in and, and a lot of these guys are looking at you as the expert. Yeah. Right. That's powerful. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy that it's ended up that way. In fact, I've got one client right now who, uh, she, she's, she's my, my number one client as far as revenue that I earn from her. And, uh, let, let me handle it like this. What a business growth consultant is supposed to do is to help you grow the profits. Now, a lot of times that's marketing, but it's not all the time being marketing. Cause like I said, sometimes when you grow the number of clients, you you grow the other expenses as well. So business growth consultant is going to take an outside view. We're going to look at your business and we're going to figure out where where is the quickest cash and the longest uh, revenue streams that we can generate in your business that perhaps you don't see right now. And it's really hard to see things in your own business. That's why they companies hire consultants. Because they know they've got blinders on. They're so busy in the business that they, it's really hard to pull back and look at it. It's the same way in my own business, which is one of the reasons why I actually like doing the mastermind group. Because I got guys on the outside who were able to then look at my business and go, well, Pete, you know, you taught me to do this. Why aren't you doing this? And I'm like, man, I totally forgot. Right? Because it's really hard to see it in your own business. That's the benefit. It's kind of like having a coach in church planning. You know, what's the benefit of having a coach? You got someone who's further up the path than you. They can see around the corner before you. They can kind of give you some ideas and some guidance on what you should be doing. And that's really the heart of what a business growth consultant is. I help people make massive amounts of money in their business. And I, I don't, I, I know like in the church world, it's almost like, how dare you say that, right? Um, but I'll give you an example. This one client of mine, she hired me about two and a half years ago. We started, uh, or when I started working with her, 
her company was bringing in about $50,000 a month. Um, today, two and a half years later, she brings in, I don't know what the average is, and I'll explain why in a second, but I don't remember the last time we had a month below 170000 So in two and a half years, I've helped her go from 50 to 170 as like the baseline, the minimum. Uh, April, we did... I don't know what the exact number was, but I want to say it was 310 to 320,000. Right. Um, I am so valuable to her because of what I bring to her that there's a, a level of security there that you don't have when you're an employee somewhere, right? Because I'm the one, I'm the rainmaker, right? I'm the one that brings all of this stuff to her. I can't tell you how many times she's called me up. She's like, look, I got to change this in my company. We're not getting enough sales. Um, how about I take this 15%? I was paying my sales floor and I give that to you and you help me take it to the next level. And what? I remember, she, yeah, she actually came to me with that, um, I don't know, a month ago. And I just was like, no, <laughs> because I'm at the point now where it's like, I don't know that I want the work and I certainly don't need the money. But here's the thing. You can very easily as a consultant go out there and uh, what I do is I charge a monthly retainer and typically I charge a percentage of growth, a percentage of the growth in revenue. Um, so if if uh, a client was paying me a monthly retainer of $2,500 and let's say you're a church planner here in California where you pretty much got to make between one hundred to 120000 just to live. Right. I mean, we're not talking high on the hog. It's California. Everything's more expensive here. Yeah. And I think Pete, that's, that's an important piece. I mean, because you've got, that's why so many of us have to be bivocational because you can't make it on just, you know, uh, what a church is going to pay here yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, it is, it is tough. It, it, I, I want you to maybe keep, I want you to keep going where you're going, but why do you, Maybe work in why you think this is a good gig for a church planner. Because of the time and income freedom that it gives you. I don't trade hours for dollars. So if I bring on a, a client, I'll tell them what their retainer is, the monthly retainer. So I've got some clients who pay me $4,000, uh, some clients who pay me $5,000. Uh, my older clients pay me $2,500 a month. And... I don't say I'm okay for 2,500. I work X amount of hours. That's not the gig. The gig is I'm going to help you grow your company, but you're going to actually have to do the work. I can see around the corner and I can tell you what you need to do. And then you need to go do it. That's what you're paying for is my expertise. And so if a church planner needed to make, you know, 120,000 a year to live in Southern California, which you basically do, that's four clients, just the retainer, not even talking about the percentage of growth. And the freedom that that gives you is um, it's incredible because you might spend like I've got one client who for the last almost no, it's it's been almost a year. I think she hired me last June. She's been paying me twenty five hundred dollars a month. And now keep in mind, she makes a lot of money. I mean, she makes seven figures plus, right? She's, she's rolling in the cash. And so I said, all right, look, my retainer is $2,500 a month and I want 10% of product sales. And so like, I'm like, I don't care about your expenses. That's your deal. 
I get 10% of sales, not profit. When you do 10% of profit, all of a sudden, everything's eating at you know the profit and there's nothing left. And I'm like, I don't play that game. You right. got to figure that part out. I'm getting 10% in her case, right? Well, that was a year ago. Until two months ago, she hadn't done anything I told her. She'd basically been paying me $2,500 a month for nothing. Like I might work an hour a month and I should add on. She paid me 15 grand just to take her on as a client to start. So you said 18 months. She didn't no, no, no. It's, it's only been a year. Only a year. So, but wait, wait, she paid you $15,000 plus $30,000. Yeah. She paid me uh, 15,000 upfront plus 2,500 for the last year. Um, and basically didn't do anything. I mean, I was working maybe an hour a month. 45K to over divided by 12 hours. Whatever that is. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Because then you're not working on an hourly basis. You're working. But for me, it actually kind of annoys me because the reason why I took her on was the 10%. Right. Like I knew what I could do for her business. So two months ago, we start. Finally, she's ready to start. First month, she makes an extra 10 grand. Uh, last month, she makes an extra, I think it was 13 grand or 12, five, something like that. I don't know what it's going to be going forward. And she's like, oh my gosh. I'm like, yeah, doesn't it feel better to be making money and then paying me, you know, because of that? Cause I'm looking at this going, I can easily get her up to, you know, a hundred to 250,000 a month because I know, I know how to do it. Right. I've, I've done it for other clients. I know how to do it for her. But at this point, it's almost like it annoys me because she's wasted all of this time. But if you're a church planner and you're like, look, I don't care. I just want that that income because my gig is church planning. Right. And I need the time to be able to go out there and and plan a church. You can do it. And and really frankly anybody could do it. It's just you kind of have to be taught a little bit of um, you know, some of the skills. You got to be taught here's how you get the client, here's what you do for them to help them grow their business. And you become so valuable to them that they don't want to leave you. Um, I've got a, a, I shouldn't say it's, he's not a client of mine. He's a friend of mine through uh, a mutual mentor. Um, but he takes on average, he's crazy, right? But he takes on average uh, 12 to 14 clients at a time. And he'll charge them retainers of about 4,000 a month plus the percentage. So, I mean, he's just doing sick, sick amounts of, of money. I say, the average amount of clients that I want to have is four to six, not that crazy number, because that's just the most I even want to deal with. I still have a family. I got a young family, as you know, I got a one and a half year old and a four year old, and I don't want to be the guy that's always working. So I'm done at five. I'm like, I don't answer the phone. I don't do anything. I'm done. And I don't start before nine because my kids hang out with me in the morning. So I work from nine to five. And when I do work, I work like a dog. I don't, I'm, I don't skimp on my time when I am working, but then I'm done. And if you're a church planner, you can kind of set, okay, well, these are going to be my hours. I'm right. going to work, you know, nine to noon or whatever it is, because I need the rest of the day uh, to handle my church stuff. And I want to be done at five so I can be with my family. Being a consultant allows you to have that kind of, um, of time freedom. I'm going to give you another example. We've, we've talked about Jimbo on this podcast before. He's a former church planner. And, um, six weeks ago, 
I was talking with him cause he's a, he's a car detailer and I'm like, Hey dude, um, come out here and, uh, and you know, detail my car. I need it cleaned cause it was, it was a wreck. And so he comes out, he details my car and we get talking. I'm like, why don't we put on an event for auto detailers? And he's like, great, let's do it. So literally this is six weeks ago. Tomorrow we're putting on the event. Um, we've got 23, I think, or 24 people who have paid to be there at this event. Um, so we've already made money on the front end and, uh, product sales for tomorrow at a minimum, we're going to sell $20,000 worth. Um, but the goal is that we're going to sell $40,000 because we can help car detailers basically really grow their business. So my point is six weeks later from like, Hey, why don't we do this to doing it? He's going to get 10 grand and I'm going to get 10 grand. Because you can do this kind of thing when you know how to do it, right? And and that's kind of what I've been talking about on the podcast is I just want to take what I know and I want to help church planners. So I'm not looking to get into the training business and like, hey, I'm going to train other people to be consultants. Um, I got a buddy of mine. Uh, his name is Martin. He's he's not saved. And he, he's been training people how to be consultants for the last um, – I think 40 years he just did an event in Fiji and they charged uh, guys to go to this event. They were all from Australia. There were seven of them, $45,000 a piece to go to this week long training in, uh, in Fiji. And that's not the hotel or the flight that was all on them. I think this was just uh, for the training piece. And so I went to Martin and I said, Hey Martin, you know, I got these church planners who, um, I want to help out. And I go, let me tell you a little bit about these planners. Uh, you know, they're, they're working with, uh, crack whores. They're ex gang members. Um, they're in places that you and I would never go. And I want to help them out. You've got some of the best training that's on there. Can I license this from you so I can provide it to these guys? And, uh, he basically came through and he, 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 he said, look, if you want to help those guys, I got no problem, but I don't want you giving it to anyone else who's not a church planner. So I don't want you to compete with me. And I'm like, dude, that's totally cool. I won't compete with you. And so it was like, okay, great. Now I got all this material. And one of the things that he said, and I brought this up on one of the last podcasts, is he goes, I also don't think you should give it to him. <laughs> He's like, you can, but I don't think you should because you're going to overwhelm him. And he goes, look at the people who have come through my training. Like I've sent some of my friends through his training because I, I found it to be so good. I've gone through it twice myself. He's actually doing one right now in, uh, in Phoenix. And um, he goes, look at all those guys that you've sent through. They're not doing it. They're, they're not like, he goes, you're one of the rare ones that you actually do it. And he goes, you're going to give them all this information. And he goes, and I don't mean to like, you know, I don't want to badmouth your guys. So don't take this the wrong way. He goes, but it's kind of like pearls before swine. And I'm like, I get it. You know, we got to think of a way that we can chunk this down, make it easier and quicker to go from basically idea to money in hand and you're on your way. And that's the thing that I think that a lot of people think is that it needs to take a long time, that it, it needs to be done over, uh, you know, three months, four months. And the reality is, no, it doesn't. Basically, in 30 days, you should be up and running with with clients in your hand. And, um, so that's, I mean, the roundabout way of everything that we've been talking about, that's essentially what I'm going to do. You and I have been talking about this. I've decided that I'm going to put together, um, 
a small group of a maximum of five church planners that I'm going to work with. And um, if I only have one church planner that I end up working with, and that's cool, I'll just work with the one. It'll be one-on-one because I'm not looking for this to be like, Oh, this will be a great money source for me. Like I literally make a really good amount of money. Right. I mean, you, you have to have a passion to do this, Pete. I mean, because the amount of time yeah, I talk to you, you, you have clients and I know what your clients invest to work with you. Right. And, and I've got kind of an idea of what, um, this is, a uh, this is some big stuff you're doing in terms of working with the church planner and, and trying to bring in these five guys to train him. I mean, yeah. And the only reason, and the reason why I just picked five is because I, I had five guys reach out to me. Now, I don't know it's going to be those same five guys because, and I even told them, I go, look, if I do this training, it's not going to be free. You are going to pay. And the reason for that is one of the things that I've learned and, and Peyton has learned finally too is that people who pay, pay attention. And if you've got no skin in the game, there's no reason for you to do anything. So I can basically go out there, spin my wheels, tell you everything you need to do, and you don't go do anything. Because what does it cost you? It costs you some time, but that was it. it. It didn't really matter. Like That was one of the problems that I found with my client who I charged $2,500 a month retainer, and she did nothing for almost a full year. The problem was my monthly retainer was too low, so it didn't hurt her to cut me that check. She didn't care. It was like 2,500 was like a gnat to her, you know, over there on the side. I should have charged her more on a monthly basis. I don't know, 7,500 maybe. And then it would have been like, okay, I need to do what Pete tells me to do. And it's the same way with the training. You've got to pay. Um, and I'll just tell you guys right now, if you want to be one of the five guys in the program, and I'm, I'm literally, it's five. If there's a sixth guy, I'm sorry, you can't do it, at least not at this time, because I want to kind of go through this hand in hand, and I'll tell you the structure of what I'm going to do here, um, and then I'll tell you if you want to talk to me about it, because this isn't the kind of thing where I'm going to go set up a website and go buy it, guys. That's not the deal, right? This is, this is I want to make sure I'm working with the right guys. I want to help church planners who want to um, do this kind of thing as a way to fund their life while they're planning churches. I'm not looking to take guys who want to do this as a way to make money for the rest of their life, a new career change or anything like that. It is purely for the guys who want to do this so they can plan a church. And it's not going to be right for everyone. Some people just don't have the gift, the skill set, the mindset, really, more than anything else, uh, to do this kind of work. It's going to be too big of a transition. And I kind of, I'm hoping I can weed those guys out and just be like, look, this isn't the right gig for you. So let, let's not do that. So here's, here's what I've decided I'm going to do. I'm going to start it off with a, a six-week uh, training. And basically, I'm going to take an hour. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guesstimate that it's going to be an hour a week on the phone with these five guys, training them over the next six weeks on the essential core that they need to know to be a consultant so they can go out there and they can get business as quickly as possible. Then after we're done with those six weeks, they're really going to be up to speed on most everything that they need. Um, and I'll probably do it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to leave it like that for right now. Uh, so it might be longer than an hour each time. Cause normally I do two hours a week. I do a training hour. Then I do a Q and a hour, but I think with these guys, it'll probably be training and Q and a at the same time. Uh, then after the six weeks for the rest of the year, we're going to meet twice a month 
uh, either via the phone or Google Hangouts. Haven't decided which. Um, so that way I can help them along the way. Cause that's kind of be one of the things that, that they need a lot of is, okay, I got this client. Here's the problem. What's my solution to it? How do I deal with this? And I want to be able to tell you, okay, here's how you do it. Here's how you help them grow this company. Here's how you help them convert more of the, the prospects that they've got. Here's how you, you do all that stuff that I know how to do. And really that comes from years of experience that these guys aren't going to have. And so they need to be able to rely on me. And so, um, so it's going to be a thousand dollars to start and it's going to be $500 a month going forward for the rest of the year. So that's, what is that? $6,500. Did I do that right? Math pastor. <laughs> no, I was just trying to figure that. Yeah, it is 6500 That's 6500 So it's I write it down and use my toes. Yeah, so it's there. Yeah. So it's either, you know, $1,000 up front, $500 a month, or if they want to pay for it up front, because some church planners I know are not hurting for cash, then five grand and we'll do it the whole year. I'll, I'll take it as a private one-on-one mentoring, except it's not going to be one-on-one. It's going to be the group on one, if you will. Maximum of five guys in it, and we're going to do it. Well, then there's power in that mentoring group, right? It's like the mastermind concept of, of camaraderie. Can I, 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 this sounds like a great idea, right? But it also sounds expensive. Um, so if, if a planter doesn't have $5,000, how, how can they come up with that? Well, let me put it like this to you, man. There's a mind shift that has to happen for the planner. First of all, what I'm offering people is a Ferrari at a Yugo price. Right. And so I, for one, I, this is like the lowest I could go just to make it one enough of an interest for me and my time. And two, they got to have enough skin in the game, but let me give you an example here of how you can make some money. So I was actually thinking about you specifically, Tyrone, you used to do some email marketing for a client of yours, right? Right. And what did you charge them on a monthly basis? Um, it, I unfortunately did it on an hourly basis, but really $200 a week. So between $800,000 a month. Okay. So $800,000 a month. So let's say a guy like you was um, look, looking at this going, Hey, you know, how do I come up with this type of stuff? You've already got a skill set in that area. So right. now what you want to do is you want to come up with what's called an irresistible offer. So let me give you an example of uh, a guy that I know of. I don't know him personally. His name is Jimmy Harding. Jimmy Harding wanted to become a consultant. This is back in 2012. His last business just imploded. He's all out of money. He's got nothing. He's like, how do I do this, man? How do I go from literally nothing to I want to be a consultant? So he puts together um, a program that he's going to go back to one of his old clients and offer to them. And he put together what I refer to as the irresistible offer. So I'm going to put it in your terms. So let's say you were charging $1,000 a month for this service. And you said, hey, you know what? And I also know that you said it didn't really take you that long, right? Even even though you were charging hourly, it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, the truth is it wasn't done hourly, but the the problem was the perceived value was a lot lower. So, yeah, I mean, it, it took me, yeah. Do you want me to say how long it took me? No, I don't. No, that's up to you. I don't know who listens to the podcast. No, I don't know if you just let it be at that. Yeah, but no. so what? What you could do is you could say, "All right, look, 
Uh, to put it in Jimmy Harding's terms, here's what he did. He took his product, his service, whatever he could do. And he's like, I got to fund this whole consulting gig. He put together an irresistible offer and he went back to someone he knew and he said, Hey, here's what I'm going to do for you. Um, I'm going to do all this stuff X, Y, Z. So like in your case, you'd say, look, I can do all of your email marketing and what he did. I actually wouldn't do. And I'll explain what I would tell you to do in the same situation. Um, he put together and he said, look, I'm going to give this to you for three years. If you pay for one year upfront, this is what I'm going to do for you. And it was $12,000 for a one year upfront. And he goes, but the deal is you got to pay for it upfront because he needed the cash, right? He needed that 12,000 and he used that 12,000 to launch his consulting business where now he's making seven figures a year, you know, four years later. I mean, yeah. I don't know how soon he went to seven figures, but I know he's making that today. So you could take your skill set in email marketing. And let's say you put together a program, $500 a month, because you knew it didn't really take you that long to actually do it, right? And so you could actually go back to some of your old clients and you could say, hey, look, you know what I did for you? It was um, $1,000 a month. I've decided to put this together as a program and I'm offering it to other businesses and I'm just getting this thing launched off the ground. So I'm going to make you an irresistible offer. My irresistible offer to you is this. It's going to be $500 a month. And I will give you two years for the price of one if you pay for it up front. How many of those people do you know would say yes to that? It'd go. Uh, yeah, I can, I can think of a couple guys that will right away. Right. So now you've just literally created, in that case, $6,500 right. out of thin air. Now, granted, you got to do that work for the next two years, but if you're trying to fund something, now you right. got 6,500. Now let's say you go to the chamber and you approach 15 different businesses. Do you think it's possible to get three to five of those businesses to go, man, okay, so basically I'm paying $250 a month for this service for two years, but if I write you a check today, it doesn't cost me anything and I get to take advantage of it for two years? I'm in. Right. And so now you've just created anywhere from, what is that, 19500 to uh, basically 37500 And right. you could do that in the next 30 days. And that's why I'm saying if $1,000 seems like a lot to you, we got to work on that mindset change because the money is out there and it's actually really easy to get to it when you create irresistible offers that completely, totally benefit your client and you at the same time. So we call right. a win-win situation because they look at that and they go, okay, well, this is a total win for me. You know, right. I'm going to pay you this money one time. And for a business, $5,000 is nothing. If you're going to a, a startup and they go, oh, I can't afford it. You're going after the wrong businesses. And that's part of what we got to work on is, you know, what businesses do you focus on? Like myself, I like to focus on companies where they're going to make a minimum of $3,000 per client, because then if I help them get essentially two new clients a month, it's paid for me and getting two new clients is like nothing. I mean, that's right. literally nothing. So, um, so I mean, I get it. If a thousand dollars seems too much for you, then, you know, you got to start thinking, how do I get the money? And when you start posing that question to yourself, how do I come up with this? And by the way, you can use these same idea guys for your church plants. You know, you got to buy that sound equipment. How do I do it? Start asking yourself, how do I do this? How can I get this? And there's a million and one ways to get money. And, he, it, and that's what we do. You know, I was just thinking, I, so I'm thinking to some of my friends 
in what they do. Um, now, I don't know Jimbo, but Jimbo could be an easy example of that, right? Uh, if you signed up now, and we, we know guys that are detailers here that want to start churches. I have a guy that does tinting, you know, and, and he's, he, I'm going to suggest to him that he takes a look at doing this and goes out and tints houses and getting mm. to get paid in advance. Maybe it's not 12 months of tinting, right? But maybe it is, hey, look, I'll do your whole house if you pay for, you know, half of it right now. And that would, that would open doors. There's gotta be something we have that we could market immediately, whether it's, Website creation, or it's uh, it's email campaigns, uh, it's mowing lawns, right? We have a guy uh, as part of our organization of our church who he's moving into mowing lawns. You know, if he got paid in advance, he, even if he was able to come up just thousand, you know, he, he could. And here's the thing, though, that you have to be a little bit cautious of when you take these ideas to your church plants. Like I know that a lot of your guys are crack addicts. And stuff like that. You right. need to be careful if you start telling them to get the money up front because they can actually get the money up front. But now they got to deliver on it for the next year. Right. And you don't want them to go out there, blow the money and then blow off the client. And man, let me tell you, first of all, is yeah. that bad news all the way around? People aren't going to be happy when they find out you're the one that told them to do it. So I would be really cautious in that. In fact, I had that same conversation with my buddy Martin when I was telling him about the detailers. And I basically said, yeah, Jimbo and I, we sat down, we figured out how it was 75 clients. You could make eight grand a month. It was eight grand, 100 and something. It basically came out to like ninety six, ninety seven thousand dollars $97,000 a year, 75 clients. That's all it would take. You could basically do that in 60 days. And now you got essentially a hundred thousand dollar a year income. And he starts going, yeah. And if you get them to pay all the money up front, you know, maybe you throw in, this as a bonus and that. And I'm like, okay, wait. Right. I start telling detailers to get the money up front. They're going to go spend the money up front and then right. not deliver. Yeah, and and I hear what you're saying, and I, and I respect that. My thought is that these are guys who um, they are laborers, right? But they also want to be church planters. And so my thought is, if it's a limited idea, like, yeah. hey, I'll tent this building for you, yeah. right? You just got to have the integrity. Yeah. That's but the key it, thing. They got to have the integrity. And that's the truth for all of us, right? Um, you know, Pete, I think everything you're talking about, the one part is that, especially as a church planter, this is appealing is it keeps you out in your community. Yeah. One of the challenges is I have so many church planner friends where you say, so what do you do? And they're like, well, I sit at Starbucks and talk to people and I've been that guy. And you can only spend so much time at the same Starbucks reading books. This gets you out and on the streets and business people are hurting people. Mm -hmm. Right. And I don't care if they are, um, you know, they own a, a, they're a real estate broker. Or they're uh, they're a tattoo shop, right? There's a need for um, the gospel to be brought to these places, and by getting there, I'll tell you, this client I had last year, I led people to the Lord who, um, you know, had had done pretty terrible stuff, and they were employees at the business, and they knew who I was, and they knew what I did, and and it wasn't uncommon to have a knock knock. Can I can I talk to you? And they knew the hours I was going to be there. And I was there for this morning sales meeting on Monday and I'd show up on Thursday afternoon. And, you know, when you hear, when, when you're there, you're the church going to businesses right. instead of begging them to come to the church. Right. Which is why it's really important that you have integrity in everything that you do, which I know the, the guys already know that I know they right. get that. And that's why it can't be about the money. That's why I'm not interested in training guys who it is about the money. 
Cause I honestly think there are far better people to train. Um, if that's all you want, uh, I, I honestly think of my buddy, Martin, I think his stuff is the best. I went through his course twice. Um, my biggest takeaway from it, everything that I had created in my business, he gives you. And so now I can give that to people. Like one of the things that you're going to get is you're going to get a ghost written book where all you got to do is literally slap your name on it. And, and now you're an author. So when you're out there talking to businesses, you're able to say, Hey, you know, here's a copy of my book. Um, here's a copy of my audio CD. That's all stuff that I had to create. Cause I didn't know about him. Right. And he's given me permission to give that to our church planners who we're working with. Um, so, I mean, we've got the tools to be able to provide them. And so here's what I'd say, guys, if you're looking at this and you're going, okay, I want to know more about this. I'm going to start it in the middle of June and we need to have a conversation beforehand. So what you're going to do is you're going to head on over to strategy session with Pete.com. It's actually one of my business uh, websites, strategy session with Pete.com and fill out the information that's on there. You'll notice it has nothing to do with church planning. I won't ask you about anything like that. I haven't sent anyone over to it. So I know everyone who fills out the form is going to be from the podcast and you and I are going to have a one-on-one talk. Um, let me let me just address a couple of questions that I know you're going to ask. People are always going to say, "Hey, can I have my partner come through with this?" You know, with me. The answer is no. All right, it's not because it's not worth my time. Right? I mean, it just doesn't work for me because um, now I got two people giving me questions and wondering how do I do stuff, but yet you're not replacing my time with enough income to make it worthwhile for me. If that makes sense. Um, the second thing is, can my spouse come through with me? The answer to that is yes, because I do want you to be able to have uh, you and your spouse to be able to come through. And you go, well, isn't that exactly the opposite of what you just said? It is, but that's also where I draw the line. Um, I, I realize that that is still two people coming through. However, you know, God said, you know, man shall leave his mother and father and two shall become one flesh, something like that. I'm paraphrasing. I'm not the pastor that you are, Tyrone. <laughs> But uh, so I'm cool with yeah. yeah, I'm I'm cool with you and your spouse coming through, but not you and another business partner. They need to come through on their own. I'm not charging enough money to where it's like, oh, you know, that's so much. It's just it's flat out. It's not. I mean, and this is the lowest I could think of to go where it was worth my time and also going to uh, get enough investment from you for for it to be worth your time and for you to take it seriously. So head on over to strategy session with Pete.com. We'll set it up. And it is going to be all virtual. You aren't going to need to fly out here. Um, we'll probably do most of the the training via the phone. And <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, <clears throat> not not dying here, and uh, probably uh, Google Hangouts. So, so wow. Anyway, wow. that's the deal, man. Hey, can I be honest? While you were answering that last question, I I just went to uh, strategy session with Pete dot com, <laughs> and uh, I'm actually. <laughs> And, uh, I, you know, it, it, this, this, it was simple. It was easy. And, uh, you know, I, I feel that every question that there was, should um, I call it simplify your strategy session with Pete or simplify Pete.com. Yeah. Dot com. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah. And I, I filled it out and, um, and I'm good. Right. I mean, literally in that time I got it done, but hey, Pete, this is exciting. I'm going to sign up for it. Cool. I dig it, man. I dig it. So that's the deal, guys. And uh, and if you're like, if you're totally offended because I talked about this today, you know, I'm sorry. I know it's cold in Alaska. There's not a lot I can do for you. 
that's, I mean, it's probably going to be the only time that we talk about it. Cause it's not like this is something we're trying to push. I'm not looking to create another revenue stream in my business. I mean, I'll give you, you guys a quick example. My client who, uh, who I've had for all these years and I got her up to, you know, $170,000 a month. I also get 30% of all the product sales, which is a giant amount, but it's because I'm so valuable to her. In April, we sold $150,000 in products. So you guys do the math on that. Like, I don't need the money. That's not the reason why I'm doing this. Um, that's the only reason why I'm sharing that is it's not a money thing for me. I want to help you guys out. I want to feel like I'm doing something for the kingdom. And this is like a skill set that I got. And I'm like, all right, I'll take the skill set I got. And I'll share it with these guys. And we'll go from there. So that's the deal, man. I love it. Hey, Pete, thank you so much. Um, is there, uh, are there any questions I should have asked that I didn't? I mean, I, I feel like I'm drinking from a fire hose here. This is good stuff. I just hope that people actually stuck around till the end. I don't know if they did or not, but, uh, no, we'll just, we'll leave it at that, man. We'll leave it at that. Hey, um, I guess I should say thank you for your time today. It was good stuff. Hey, I appreciate it, Tyrone. And thank you for coming on and filling in for, uh, Peyton, who is otherwise uh, indisposed at the moment. And, uh, <laughs> so anyway, guys, if you want to reach the ones that nobody's reaching, you got to go where nobody's going and do what nobody's doing. Thanks for joining us for another weekly episode of the Church Planner Podcast with Pete Mitchell and Peyton Jones. We'd love to hear your comments on this episode of the Church Planner Podcast. Visit us online and let us know what you thought at churchplannerpodcast.com. If you subscribe to us via iTunes and have enjoyed the podcast, leave us a positive review. The more positive reviews we receive in iTunes, the more iTunes will promote us to other church planners who would benefit from this show. This podcast is brought to you by the Church Planner Magazine, which is available in the iTunes newsstand or online via churchplannermagazine.com. Thank you.